Yo, this is Sriacha Buzz right here at Baltimore Comic Con. I, actually, it's not Sriacha Buzz. Uh, Amos says I should spice up a little bit, so that's the only Asian spice that I know. <laughs> anyway, giving a shout out at Just Being Amos Podcast. Hey, I'm going to see you guys on it one day. By the way, it's Amos without the cookie. And this is Buzz without the wontons. Uh, no, no, I still got mine. They're low, but they're, they're there. Anyway, take care, y'all. Bye-bye. Thanks to Buzz for the shout out. This is Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Seth and Julie with me, and we're going to talk about Baltimore Comic Con. And we're just going to talk about this is our first time being there and what we liked about it. And also, we're just going to talk about our future plans for next cons. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I'm doing a, a, real, a live road podcast with my friends Seth and Julie at the Holiday Inn at Baltimore Comic Con in Baltimore. This is my first time doing this. So what's up, gang? How you doing? Oh, doing good. Doing, doing well. Doing well. So I wanted to do this. I want to check out this new app I have on this phone. I can't pronounce the word, whatever it is, but it, I think it's working pretty well. Would you think so? It, it, it seems cool. Seems cool? Yeah. So far, so good. So far, so good. Okay. <laughs> Given my extensive knowledge of podcasting apps. Hey, it works fine. It's right on the spot. Yeah. So that's, I like this. So the reason I'm doing this, like I said, this is my our first time in Baltimore Comic Con. And um, so far, I really enjoyed it, man. I mean, I know we all comic book nerds and stuff like that. So for Seth... How did you hear about this? Because I know I've, I've heard it from friends, but how did you hear about the Baltimore Comic Con? Uh, Tom Zoller, who does Love and Capes, uh, Time and Vine, a lot of other a lot of other books, um, does, did some work on My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and he is a regular at Heroes Con, and oh. so we always stop by his booth. I love his work. He's did some some two of the sketches in my sketchbook are from him. Right, and he has always talked about Baltimore Comic Con, and actually in his book Warning Label. There's a game company that does doing a game about cons, and there's a side joke about how the Baltimore card is too overpowered. Oh, what? Uh, and it turns out he's he is. I turn out he's now one of the directors of this con. Oh. And so after talking to him at Heroes Con a year ago, just decided that, you know what we we need to make our way up here and check it out. Okay. Mm, okay. So Julie, you down? I mean, I know you're here for the convention, but also, I know you are a colorist. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, yes. Yes. So. Yes. This is, a, this is a perfect way for you to go meet people in the business. Yes. It was nice because there's lots of different, like, studio right. um, people here. Uh, so I was able to, you know, meet, like, I just did a book with Ahoy Studios, uh, Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Terror kind of thing. Go check it out. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but yeah. I got it in my pool list. Matter of fact, you gave me one. I did. So I actually got two. I got, got my two. very first comps. Yes. From, from Ahoy Comics. So, you know, I was excited. Good on them. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. yeah I know. Pretty <laughs> tough. Swag. Yay. So I got to actually meet them in real life and, you know, I got to 
give my card out to yeah. people. So, so. Ahoy's been a very positive experience so far. Yes, yeah. I have enjoyed working with them immensely. Yeah, I've seen the, the colors. I just was grateful, I guess, what Dean was telling, the story he was telling in the book. And yeah. That's some good work. Thank you. You're not just saying it because you're my friend. Yeah. I'm not brown-nosing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not brown-nosing. Words by Dean Motter, art by Alex Ogle. Well, actually, art by Dean Motter also. Dean Motter, oh, that's right, inked yeah. by Alex Dean, Ogle. Dean penciled it, Alex um, Ogle inked it, and I colored it. That's so, right. Yeah. Alex Alex yeah. also worked on Midnight for Hero Cats, right? Right, right. See, I say Hero Cats, not Heroes Cats. Yeah, you did it right. Woo! Yeah, I didn't do it And wrong. now it's going to change to Rebel Cats, so uh, it'll be see, easier. There you go. <laughs> so I can say Rebel Cats. Rebel Cats. So, <laughs> for me, um, this is my first, like I said, my first time. I heard it from different friends and everything like that about Baltimore Comic Con. So, you know, because I like Heroes, because Heroes definitely deals with more of the comic book artists and the writers. It's not many, many media guests there. It's strictly for the business of the comic book industry, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I heard Baltimore was similar to that. So, you know, I know you guys were talking about it, so... I said, I might take a chance on it, but we drove freaking 12 hours. From 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. 12. Yes, man. In my younger days, that wouldn't be no problem. It's not man. our younger days. <laughs> our it younger days. so bad. Could have been worse. Yeah, I mean. With the three of us each taking, you know, a shift, it wasn't bad. Well, he did most of the driving, though. He he took the longest shift. Yes. And you had to go through D.C. Yes. And I had lucky for me, Lucky for me, it wasn't that bad of a traffic. Yeah. Yes, at 4.30 D.C. traffic, at 4.30 a.m. D.C. traffic is only terrible. <laughs> wow. On, on Comparing to Atlanta, so I never did D.C. traffic, so I keep hearing it's bad. Traffic actually kept moving while we were in it. it did, we never had to come to a complete stop. Yes. Yeah, I did have a problem with that police officer holding up the traffic, oh, man. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. yeah, he had the lights flashing. He was not going anywhere. You know, I don't know how they do things here in Baltimore and D.C. I don't know. But, you know, so for me, coming here was a great experience. And I would love to do it again, but not with the 112-hour <laughs> driving, man. We try to change the travel arrangements. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit far. Yeah, it's a bit far. So I know for you, Seth... And, and Julie, but mostly you, Seth. You got this thing, man, of doing the 50-cent comic book diving. I, Tell me your technique, man, because I'm right. trying to learn from the master. So I started at Megacon yeah. back in the early to mid-90s, back when they were quarter bins. And if you got really lucky, there was a couple people who did 10 for a dollar. Right. And at that point, you know, you're just you're just starting out. You know, you I read a lot of Marvel and DC stuff, and that's where I started picking up a lot of independent things because something looks interesting. If it sucks, hey, it's only a quarter. Give it a shot. Right, right. And it's where I started reading some things that I really liked. I got some. I got She-Hulk. I got The Demon. I started buying Badger. Um, I got The Question, which I know it's got a lot of Marvel DC stuff still, still, but yeah. not, not necessarily just nothing anyone's going to make a cartoon out of anytime soon. <laughs> right. So there's two things. One is just being very patient. That's a lot of that. Because most of the dollar boxes and the quarter boxes back in the day... This year, we noticed a lot of stuff was alphabetized. Yeah, I like that. Less than half, but still, the fact that there were multiple places, never seen that before. And so it's good. Do you want to flip through 20 long boxes looking for the three issues that you want in there? Uh, having the CLZ Comics Act is a game changer. Yes, I agree on that. I, I really I, do. I have bought easily 50 to 100 duplicate issues. Like, I don't think I have this ash issue of The Flash, but maybe I do, so you buy it. Well, you know, for the listeners, that if they don't know, the CLZ comic app 
it's a lifesaver for all you comic book collectors, you know. I know it saves my life. Yeah. For, I mean, because I want to get duplicates and anything. Yeah. Issue by issue cataloging, it pulls it up right on your phone, shows you the pictures of the covers if you're not sure. We're like, wait, is this is this volume one or two or seven or is this the offshoot or... Yeah, so, it's it's a great app to have, man, because yeah. I, I know um, it's a Facebook page or group called the Comic the Comic Collectors. I mean, Collectors Comic. Well, I can't get it right, but they are um, sponsored by CLZ Comics, man. They yeah. are sponsored by them. So I don't get anything from them. I just I, like the app. I like the app too, cause not, cause it was free at first. Yes. Then you have to pay for it. Which still, you get, you can store so many. I'm in the 8,000s now for my collection, so I pay a little bit. Damn, 8,000? It's, it's, yeah, I don't say you've had a, um, almost four decades of collecting. Damn. That's, that's with, I don't know how many long boxes we have in the basement. Uh, well, we got the, the drawer boxes, so they're shorter. Yeah. And so we're in the, we're in the low 20s. Right. Wow. Because he had after, his collection, and then I brought in my whole three long boxes. Yeah, and I also, per, for a couple of years, when I had a dozen long boxes, I was purging my collection <laughs> to stay at 12. Wow. But the second part to the quarter bins is also part of its realistic expectations. Like, right. I'm not going to find X-Men number one in there. I have specific targets, and a lot of it is based off of comics that I started collecting in the bins. You just start to notice after a while, hey, there's a lot of Captain Americas. There's a lot of Justice League. Right. I just finished my Justice League Europe one. I find, found issue 61, which is the last one I needed. Damn. I am still looking for Justice League Volume 2, 112, which is the last one I need for that. No, no luck this time. And I, the rule is... I could find it just about any comic store I wanted if I was willing to pay two or three dollars, but the rule is I can only buy them for a dollar or less. And I've, <laughs> I have a you stuck to that rule. I J Justice League Europe, Justice League International, Justice League Task Force, Justice League. I'm missing one issue. Damn. Justice League Quarterly. I think it's number fourteen, and just filled all of them out like about two long boxes worth of Justice League. Um, about half of that was dollar boxes. Half of that was the JLA that um, Grant Morrison started. That right. was uh, that I bought in the singles as they came out. I'm trying to learn from the master here, man. Yeah, you know, you know my thing is I'm trying to find Amazing Spider-Man. And Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man's iconic character for Marvel, and he has so many titles, you know. Yes. But Amazing Spider-Man is the main title. I know for a fact that I am not going to get Amazing fin- Fantasy for fifty or fifty cent or a dollar. If I do, man, I'd be damned. I mean, that's the cosmos. Amos, you need this book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to be able to find a book like that. It's that or win the lottery. Oh, I mean, win the, the lottery. Odds. That's it. That's the odds. You know, me winning the lottery is, is, is not going to happen. Well, I don't know. It might happen. Who knows? Right. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to start at 100. 100 and work my, work my way up to now. Yeah. And that's that's feasible. I think I could do that. You know, from hundred on to now, what I'm collecting now for Amazing Spider-Man, but I like the way you your technique of looking for books and coming book diving, man. I'm learning from you, and I say because right now I'm actually trying to find books that are made by Star Comics that was back in the '80s that was an imprint for Marvel. You know, because they were oh, yeah. dealing with you know cartoons, they're, they're all ages, all ages books. You know, like Visionaries, Inhumanoids, Defenders of the Earth, Heathcliff. The list goes on and on, you Ewoks, know. Top Ewoks, Dog, droids, babies, droids, yeah, right. uh, Peter Porker, Peter Porker, Peter Porker and that's going to be very hard. Spider Ham, yeah. really? Peter Porker, look, Spider Verse, especially post Spider Verse, those yeah. disappear. Yeah. They disappear. So Peter Porker is going to be very hard to find, and that, it, it's not hard to find, but the price, yeah. you know, if it was like a two dollar, three dollars, now it's probably like sixty or eighty bucks, yeah, because of Spider Verse. 
So that's that's the goal that I had to come to Baltimore Comic Con and trying to do some comic book dialogue. See, and those are rare. Like I was looking a while ago because I used to read Royal Roy and Planetary back right. when I was like eight, and I've seen a couple <clears throat> issues over the years. Like I said part of the trick is it's not looking for what I want per se. Right. It's looking for things that I know. It's, it's finding an attainable goal. And like, that's it for me because yeah. I like the hunt of me trying to find because yeah. I know those. Books to start comic books are very hard to find. Yeah. Because, like you said, it was all ages books. You know, you could go on eBay and look for them and stuff like that, which I have done. But I, today, or this weekend, I found Inhumanoids number one. Yes. Man, I, I found that. I found Sectar number two, which was in the 50 Cent bin. Yeah, it was yeah. the 50 Cent bin. That's a heck of a pull. That's a heck of a pull, right? So, I mean, it, it could happen, you know, so... That's one reason in Baltimore. Oh, I go to conventions anyway. Is that? Yeah. And another thing is getting commissions and sketches done by artists. So Julie. Yes. So Julie, what did you get? Because I know you oh, got, I got plenty. Some, I got some. Both you guys did. But. Great stuff. Um, so I, 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 it's hard to pick a favorite. Was, my, my first, my first one was uh, Sean Daly. Shout who, out to Sean Daly, who does this book called Ogre and yeah, Samurai, Samurai Grandpa, Grandpa. and. Just his his work is amazing. Right. Was up for Ringo this year. That's He's right. Up for Ringo, Ringo nominated this year, for Ringo, and just his work is beautiful because he does this beautiful watercolor. Right. He watercolors all of his stuff, pencils, inks, does the whole you know triple threat. And um, my book is billiard themed because I'm a pool player, or I was. I suck at <laughs> billiard, man. <laughs> I can't even I compete suck. with her. Oh, so. Certain artists, I'm like, I have an idea of what I want them to do, but I just really liked his art, and I'm like, it just it's billiard theme, go. And sometimes when it happens, magic happens, and he did me this beautiful Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah, by the way, guys, it looks it's awesome. It's it's it, amazing. It's so pretty. It <laughs> is. It. It's amazing. But I mean, he he did it where like Usagi's got a like a kendo sword, but it's a pool cue, and he sliced the eight ball in half, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so, that's amazing. But I'm we, always so happy when I get my sketches back. But we all got sketches, though. I mean, y'all have more than I only got one this time around. You you got four. I got four. No. How many? I you got, got three. Three. I got three. So, so yeah, I mean, it was it was okay. it was something else, man. I got Sean. I finally ran into Dan Parent at a at a con where I had money and he had time at the same time. Right. And then I also got uh, Nicole Rogers, who I hadn't seen before, but I like her style. Right. That's the younger um, artist, right? Yes. That he had to, that's our first time I signed a contract. I've never seen that before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was different. But, you know. I got Garth Graham from Star Power. He did me this awesome uh, Galactus playing pool with planets. That, I did see that. was neat. Yeah. He did a Baroness for me a few years back that, that I love. And then I also got a Chris. I have a hard time saying his last name. Gia Russo. Gia Russo. It's the Italian stuff. Oh, so, there you go. I messed it up. I couldn't say it. And he did this wonderful <laughs> Spider-Man noir playing pool. So, I mean, I just... I got some great yeah. stuff. Which you can see on Julie's Instagram. Yes, it's on my Instagram, CNYK Julie. Oh, well. <laughs> Shameless self-promotion there. Yeah, I know, because I do it every time at the end of my podcast. <laughs> so. so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I really enjoyed um, Baltimore Comic Con. I would like to go again. You know, but not trying to drive 12 hours if I could just find and, a flight. And yeah. it's it's hard for me. I teach. So taking the Friday and Monday off for transport yeah. was rough. Like, I love the con, the 
trying to get here and back, the mechanics of it would be the only reason I wouldn't come back. If I was to do this again and do a table, right. I was thinking about talking to Kyle Pukamer, who does Hero Cats and Rebel Cats. Nice um, plug in, um, <laughs> sorry. Julie. And, but if I was talking to that, I would probably try and do like either just come up with somebody and do like a two-day trip stop halfway through or mm. even leaving in in the daytime and not driving overnight yeah. <laughs> would be a little yeah that's that <coughs> that's very taxing on yes, your mental yeah. and your physical being right it's there, my man. fault that we couldn't just leave in the morning and get up in the afternoon i couldn't take the third day off yeah. but yeah, yeah if you didn't have to worry about that yeah drive up thursday yeah man thursday i would get my ass on that highway and go yeah you know so that's how that's nature of the beast you know yeah, yeah. So for me, I think Baltimore is for anybody who loves the, the comic books. I like the way they had everything set up for the artists. It was it was it, it was well laid out. It was they, things were grouped together well. The aisles are wide, so even on Saturday when it was crowded, you could still get through. I think I only paused maybe twice for a total of thirty seconds on Saturday to have to get through crowds. Yeah, yeah and I agree convention with you. The center is really nice. It's yes. a really nice setup. And they yeah. use it well. Yes. I'm, I agree. I totally agree on that. Because, you know, everything was set up with the studios, with the publisher. They had their, their thing, their, their line, the aisle, yeah. whatever. Then you had the artist next to them. Then you had Artist Alley on the other side of the building. I, I, mean, like, it, I like that they had some of the bigger names, bigger names sort of right. spread out. They were all on the edges, but they were spread out. So the people that were going to get the 50-person lines... They weren't all interacting with each other, which right. I've seen at a couple of the cons where they they, they cluster them a bit. But that, you're right about that because you said some of the main headliners, you know, you had Garth Ennis there. Yeah. And you have Neil Adams. You know, he was there, of course. Yeah, like Mark Wade Mark is far Wade, away, away from, from Walter, Walter Simonson, yeah. who's far away from Neil Adams, who's right. far away from Adam Warren. Who's far away from Stan Carl, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Brian Stanfreeze, he was there, his own yeah, thing. Brian going. Yeah, so it was it was laid out pretty well, man, that you knew where everybody were, and it wasn't that much of a crowd. Yes. You know, everything was so spread out. I mean, there was a lot of attendees, but just the flow Boy, of it was so, it's so well set up. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You had Clayton Crane on his corner. You had Adam Hugh on his corner because the way it was playing out pretty well, man. Yeah. I also think the 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 minions, I think, were the volunteers. <laughs> you call them minions. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, is this minions? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's paying yeah. attention. Yeah. They, they they did such a great job directing everybody. Yes. Like, the vault. Yeah. Every time we walked in, there was someone from like you got your you got your uh, you yeah, got your badge already you got your tag already okay and they wouldn't get your it wasn't like that oh do you have your badge it was just the can I help you no okay yeah they were very friendly you're right and, about that yeah yeah well yeah. organized super nice yeah because when you walk walk into the to the um, building they clap yeah I got five yeah they were I, I've the, never seen that before the, in a convention like when you run a race and the yeah. people are at the end are like yeah finish yeah. strong and yeah. they're all like hey yeah, high five. Like, okay, man, it's like ten in the morning, man. I'm like, I'm trying to stay awake. You're, like, you're way happier than I am. I'm I just like, got here. Hey, what the hell you take? <laughs> so, and where can I get some? <laughs> yeah. Right, and, you know. So, yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I know you guys really enjoyed it. You, yes, you came out with some swag with a lot of common books. I got oh, two, yeah. two bags, man, guys. Filled my extra duffel bag and my my original duffel bag. I'm not sure where some of my clothes are going to go right now, dude. I, I because the the day of when you went comic book diving, right? It didn't take you long at all. I'm still looking. You call. I'm going back to the room. I said, Man. "Damn, yeah." The guy that <laughs> the alphabetized fifty cent and filled up about half of my Captain America collection. I'm like, damn, dude. I, I'm there for like half an hour, and all of a sudden I've got going back to the room, got to drop off. I'm like, Whoa. it wasn't even thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It wasn't even thirty minutes. This guy right here, he yeah. like, he's back in the room, putting yeah. the button, go back again. The, these 
I will say it's the downside of the Alphabetized Collection. They are going to be the doom of the space in my basement where all my comics are. <laughs> I'm going to need to go buy about two or three more if the cons are going to start being like this. <laughs> so You think so, Julie? Yeah, hey, more drawer boxes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, the beauty of drawer boxes. Yes, you're right about that. So, I mean, for me, this has been a great experience. You know, always happy to hang with you two. Yeah, oh, matter yeah. of fact, yeah, I'm a road dogs anyway. We were heroes together. Oh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. We're the road crew. Yeah, Contour. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish I could have Trevor along with us you know, sometimes. Yeah. You Trevor's know. cool. I like Trevor. You like Trevor? You yeah. got to like Trevor. Come I on. I'm just like playing. Trevor. I'm just playing. That's my co host now. Yeah. He's right. a, he's Shout out to Trevor. He's not Hi, here. Trevor. Hey, Trevor. <laughs> so, guys, um, I always say it was fun. You know, we got to get back on the road pretty soon. This is my first time doing a lot, not a live, but on the spot episode for my podcast i think it's turned out pretty well i think so yeah yeah you know 20 minutes i like doing this first time doing this so you know maybe some other and i like i said a great app on my apple phone my new apple phone that i got yeah apple 11 baby mm-hmm. i will not get another phone after this <laughs> <laughs> so julie like you said your your plug in for minutes ago how can people reach you on your social media my social media i'm at uh cmyk julie on instagram it's at uh cmyk barclay on twitter and uh cmyk barclay at gmail.com if you want to email me about me coloring any of your lovely work there you go and seth i'm not even gonna bother asking you man. nope i'm <laughs> I, i'm not i'm a high school teacher i don't have social media so there you go that's all you got to say for me you can check me out at justbeingamers.com and all my social social media outlets instagram twitter and facebook and that's about it i hope you guys enjoy this podcast peace Just be in the